Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, author Vivian Moore. I hope everyone had a great week and I hope you're having a better weekend. All right, so let's get straight to today's show, shall we? The title is, in a nutshell, and the topic is the benefits of great book descriptions. Now, I'm about to get just a little bit personal. Y'all ready? All right. So, um, have you ever relied on someone uh, for directions, uh, whether written or listened to them, um, you know, tell you step by step which way to go? Now, I don't mean GPS, even if they are reliable most of the time. But not always, okay? There are always exceptions to every rule. Uh, case in point, uh, a woman in a minivan went straight into a uh, Hawaiian harbor using um, the step-by-step system of the GPS. Now, I don't understand why she didn't like get the visual of where she was going, even if she was listening to the directions. Uh, being fed to her by the GPS, but the the car's GPS, but sometimes, you know, you have to insert just a little bit of common sense uh, into everything that you do, <laughs> even if you are relying on something or someone uh, to direct you, okay? So that was a teachable moment for her, but I'm glad everyone came out of that okay. All right, so back to today's discussion. So we know that GPS... Uh, isn't a medium for uh, descriptive book covers, but you understand why both are needed, okay? Now, I'm not going to tell you how to write an award-winning book description, all right? That's not what I'm about today. But what I will do is explain why the benefits of great book descriptions are so necessary, all right? If you are a writer or an author, you already know this, okay? So this is just my uh, two cents worth on why we need great book descriptions. Um, so without understanding metadata and all the other technical things uh, designed to draw readers to your book, I just want to stick to the simplest um, explanation possible, all right? Just the simplest of details. We're going to keep it simple, all right? So we already know that the title and the book cover uh, are, excuse me, play a significant role in attracting readers. Uh, Readers like nice book covers. You know, if it's romance, they want to see something, you know, if if it's a guy on the on the cover, they want to see, you know, they 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 want to see, you know, what you're talking about, what you got, you know, they want to see all of that. Uh, if it's horror, you know, the the cover should match what the story details are about and so on. That's every book, okay? Even if it's children's book. Um, 
the cover generally matches whatever the book description is about, or it should. Okay, it shouldn't take your uh, readers on a uh, on a on a trip and um, you know without directions. Okay, because they want to know where this book is going and uh, pretty much how it's going to end. Um, you know, based on that on that book description. All right. So um, so anyway, the next thing is is that the readers. Uh, rely on what the book synopsis will tell them without scanning the entire book for details. Okay, so that sort of defeats the purpose if uh, if the book uh, description leaves them wanting more or needing more information. They're confused. Okay, it's like, well, I still don't know what this book is about. So I'm not about to read this book because the book description is so confusing to where I feel as though the story will be just as confusing. So I'm not doing this, all right? So anyway, you know, that book is going to get reshelved, and then they're going to move on to the next one. So you don't want that happening to your book. You want to make sure that those book descriptions are on point and that everything you need to say is within that book description, all right? It leaves nothing out. They know exactly what this story is about, Okay. So anyway, um, you know, so based on the book description highlights and, and how well it's written, uh, chances are you've, you've earned a reader and that's what you want to do. Okay. That's the, that's the purpose, the point and the purpose. All right. So most authors are great at telling the character's story. Okay. Cause that's a plus <laughs> that's necessary. Okay. But they find it harder to give a brief synopsis of what the story is about. Now, I mean, and it's not just one author. That's pretty much every author that has to write their own book description. Okay. Um, whether you are a, uh, a, 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 a marketed, uh, publisher or you self publishing, you know, you still have some input on that book description. All right. That comes from you. Um, because you have to tell whoever's marketing your book, whoever the, um, whoever the publisher of your book is, they need to know what it's about as well. Okay. In order to write a good book description, you got to have some input, uh, to offer them as well. So they can put, put their best foot forward. So that puts your book, uh, front and center. All right. Now, uh, if you want a prime example uh, of uh, of synopsises uh, when it comes to um, promoting just about anything, look at commercials, television commercials. Now, they are a tried and true formula for hooking and reeling viewers in uh, with catchy jingles and, and delicious and appealing brands that make you want to run out and buy or order whatever it is they're selling. Okay. Now, and I, and I'm guilty of this. I'm holding up my hand. I'm guilty of this. Um, you know, if I, if I see a commercial because I'm a foodie, I love to eat. All right. Uh, so if I see a commercial and I mean, they've got some delicious looking food on there, guess what? I'm about to get on Grubhub. I'm about to get on, uh, uh, Uber Eats, <laughs> whatever is available, uh, to me at the time. To, to order that food because, oh my goodness, it looks so, so good. Or if it's a product, you know, I try to steer away from the home shopping network, okay? Uh, because they will have me buying stuff that I don't even need just because they got a good sale pitch, all right? And that's what you want to do for that book cover. You want to have an awesome sale pitch to get those readers to pick up your book, to read it, and to buy it, okay? So 
remember that, right? Remember TV commercials. They they sort of set the uh, set the, uh, the 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 scale or the bar for uh, uh, advertising and reeling people in to buy whatever product that's being advertised. Okay, so I mean it, it's mind blowing and it's impressive how TV commercials deliver all they need to say in two minutes or less. Okay, because we know most TV commercials, most of them last for about sixty seconds. The, the majority of them do. Some are a little bit longer, but still, you know everything you need to know within that time frame. So, and you can do the same with a great book description. And I'm and I'm not just saying this to say it because it is impressive what you can do in a short amount of time. All right, you don't have to have an hour just to tell someone what the book is about. And no reader has an hour to stand around or to go to Amazon or wherever they buy books and read a book description. Book description is going to take uh, 30 minutes out of their day. That should let you know that's way too long. Okay, you need to shorten that about to, to at least, uh, you know, to, uh, to a readable uh, time frame uh, that's under a minute or maybe under two minutes. Okay, um, you know, short and sweet is the best practice. All right. So what may seem impossible uh, is a very doable task. All right. Ask the millions of bestsellers who stick to this formula. They know what it takes. They know what to do uh, to uh, to get their book front and center uh, without overdoing it, uh, without making the reader tired just reading the book description. It's like, okay, I'm not reading this because the book description is too long. So that means that tells me the book is going to be equally long. So no, I'm not investing any time in doing this. All right. So yeah, I'm moving on to the next one. Anyway, um, and that's sad, but, but it's very true. All right. So, you know, just summarize the details and, and that's all the reader needs. And if you can keep it to one paragraph or 250 words, that's even better. All right. Uh, so, you know, the competition is steep out the, out here and, uh, and it, it grows daily and, and it's of the essence. Okay. So make sure your book is, uh, front and center for the reader's uh, waiting for an exciting and well-written description on the cover. All right. So, and there are so many examples out there, even if you don't know how to write one, there are examples that you can follow that will show you step-by-step instructions on how to write a good book cover. And I know it, it may sound easier said than done. And most of the time it is, uh, because you know, it, it, you can read someone else's, uh, book description, and, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, they, they make it sound easy, but most of the time it's not easy because, um, you have to know what to put in that book description in those details that's going to capture the reader's, uh, attention from the get go. All right. So, um, you know, practice makes perfect. Just work on it, you know, and, and, um, what I do is I'll write a book description, write a book description, and then I'll let someone read it and, and then ask them what they think the book is about. So if they nail it, then I know I've done my job, but if they have to mm, him and how about it, then that means that I need to go back to the drawing board. All right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not immune to it either. I suffer from that same, uh, disease of not being able to write great book descriptions. You know, it takes practice and practice makes everything better. All right. We know that for sure. So, um, you know, and I catch a book cover. It shares the same importance as reviews. We all know that, um, you know, and I said that from the beginning, you know, the book, the cover should match the description. You know, it lets the readers know what they're in for, what they're about to get. 
and uh, based on that book cover and that book description. All right, so to gain and uh, to notice and to connect with other readers on the front end, uh, that that front end appeal, uh, you know, it, it speaks a lot. It speaks volumes before they even read one page of the book. Okay, that you need that from the from the start from that cover. Okay, from the front. Well, generally the book description is on the back cover, but okay. But anyway, you know, if you are looking at it looking at it online, uh, then it's it generally falls underneath the book cover. You know, it's the next thing down. All right. So just make sure that, uh, you know, that is that is great. Not good, but great because that's necessary. All right. So, um, you know, and and an added benefit, the best benefit of having a great book description is that it publicizes who you are as a writer and and your work. OK, so think of it as free publicity and uh, a chance to pitch the readers your credentials while effectively flexing your abilities. All right, guys. So that is the show for today. Um, I hope you check out uh, all the other episodes of Book Chat. Uh, it generally airs at six o'clock, not live, but it is pre-recorded. So I hope that you are going out there listening, downloading, listening, liking, and sharing. I would appreciate that so very much. It's so important to me that you do that. And, uh, you know, like and follow me on uh, social media as well. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, okay? And, uh, you know, with anything, we need to tell those who we care about the most, how we feel about them today, because tomorrow is not promised. And today may be the only chance you get to say that. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back. Until the next time you hear my voice, God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.